Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hey, Sophia Renea here. This is the second half of my conversation with Carrie Hummingbird. I know if you caught the first half, you're really looking forward to this. If you did not catch the first half, go back to October 19th and catch that and sit back and enjoy the show. So thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with Carrie Hummingbird. And so now that we've gotten to understand a little bit about White Eagle and cultural appropriation and some of these interesting uh, topics that get discussed on Facebook, uh, tell me a little bit about when you realized that you were a messenger and when you realized because we'd left you with this like burst of light that turned out to be White Eagle's consciousness. So fill us in a little bit on how it moved from there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I st- once I had that burst of that integration, you know, of that energy with my consciousness, I started healing White Eagle. I started healing this medicine chief on the Trail of Tears. And I mean, I, it was palpable. So I had healing sessions where I would, I would hire people to help me with it. I would journal. I would do my own practices around healing and integrating. I mean, just like anything to heal this aspect that needed a lot of help because there was so much grief. And I just started getting messages from him. Like in the bathtub, I would get this message with his, like this periscope coming in, coming in, coming in. And then like his face is in there and he's like, open the sun in their hearts and he would leave and I'd be like what does that mean wait what are you talking about wait (laughs) that's not enough information and I love that he shows up in the bathtub because that's where I connect the best (laughs) I mean just anywhere connections happened it's like I'm I'm in the water I'm relaxed and it's like boom here you are (laughs) so I get all these messages Calgon moment (laughs) <laughs> totally. And I, you know, those messages like that, you just, you get a cool experience like that and you're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. Maybe you journal about it. And then you close the journal and you put it away and you know, it's like, that's done. That's kind of how it went for me. I would have these like epiphanies or moments and then I would just journal about it and then I put it in the book and put it away and go, oh, that's really neat. But it didn't really sink in that I should do anything with it. So um, then like it mixed in all this time frame. I actually... Um, I was actually doing a drum journey for myself because I wanted to manifest the house that I'm living in right now. Mm. And I was like, I had this opportunity to buy a house because I had this full-time job, you know, and so I had steady pay. So I had this opportunity to get my own mortgage and get my own house. I was like, that's cool. And I found this beautiful house and I just knew it was mine. And then um, my my realtor was like, well, you're not going to get that house. I said, why? And she said, because it's under contract and they've been back and forth like, five times now they're going to settle on this house I said no mm -mm." Mm -mm. so I got my drum out (laughs) and I started visualizing myself in the house and my ancestors were visiting him in the house and all the things and I was really making it happen until the end of the journey when all of a sudden rose up in the window like I'm in the house in my in my vision in the kitchen and in the back kitchen window rose up this hummingbird and rainbow light it was just like And I was like, whoa, you know, what's that? What is that? (laughs) And I didn't make that happen. It was like this, you know, the expansion of spirit when it comes in like that, like that. 
it blew me away. And I looked it up and I was like, that's me. And like the moment that vision happened and I had the moment of awe and I was like, wow. And then the phone rang. Um, the house is yours. What do you want to offer for it? <laughs> I was like, oh. It's amazing how spirit can do these things. I have to share <laughs> this story because we moved out to Arizona and then my husband, like within 12 months, lost the job that they brought him out there for. They, they told him, you know, it was a three to five year project and then it turned out they'd actually blown all the money and they only had enough money for him for a year. And so we were in a bad place because we'd just done a big relocation and all of this. And so we ended up going through a bankruptcy and ended up back in Indiana and trying to put our financial lives back together. And after we'd kind of found our feet again a few years later, it, we thought, well, what, what do we want to do about our living situation? Because we were literally living in somebody else's condo. We weren't paying rent or anything like that. And it's like, we need to you know, be on our feet again. And so we decided we were going to sell the house in Arizona because my husband wanted nothing to do with Arizona. He was, he'd shaken the dust of Arizona off his feet and he was never returning. Okay, fine. So we'll sell the house. So I went out to sell the house and I had to live in it while we were selling it in order that the bankruptcy attorney couldn't take it. And so I'm living in the house and going through all the gyrations you have to do while you're selling a house in bankruptcy. And it got like three months into the process. It was like crazy extended. And my husband came out to visit me. And within 24 hours, he's like, I'm remembering everything I love about Arizona, the man who was never, ever coming back. And he says, can we like not sell the house? <laughs> After all that, I'm like, it's way too late. You know, we've, we've passed all the inspections. We've agreed on everything. The only thing we're waiting for is this approval from the bankruptcy uh, court. And, you know, if we back out, they can sue us. So we're, we're stuck here unless they decide to walk away. And the next morning I got the call from the realtor, the buyers are backing out. What do you want to do? I'm like, take it off the market. <laughs> it's almost like everything needs to conspire to allow like that piece to happen, that shift, that decision. Because I, I do feel like, like this was my house and I had to claim it. I had to say, yes, I want it. Exactly. And then I got the vision and that was part of like, because a lot of what I do in this house is my healing work. A lot of what happens in this house, there's actually a gener an energetic portal in this house. So it's a pretty profound <laughs> piece part, of property. Part actually. of the reason you wanted that one. <laughs> As it happens. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a kind of a special property and it's important. So it doesn't look special from the outside. It looks like everybody else's house, but there's something special happening in here. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, well, and with my husband, I'd have never convinced him to come back to Arizona. I couldn't ever talked him into it. Mm -hmm. The only reason he would go back to Arizona was to be with his wifey. And so they sent his wifey to Arizona long enough that he missed her enough to come see her. <laughs> and that's the only way we'd ever gotten him back into Arizona. So, yeah, it, it's just amazing how your God squad will arrange these things. <laughs> God squad. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, how did you get to know who White Eagle was? Was it just like, boom, here's the knowing of, of who he is, or did it unfold a little 
bit at a time. Well, it unfolded a lot at a time. I mean, just like these, these, like I said, these things that would happen, and then I would journal them, and I'd say, oh, there's that Indian chief again. Okay. Like, you know, (laughs) whatever. And then one time I remember um, a couple years ago, well, the second time I went to Peru, I went to Alcingate, 2016, and um, man, I was up there uh, hiking at 16,500 feet to the Rainbow Lagoon, and it was a big deal because I was told, oh, you're not going to, you know, if you can't make it, don't go. That's what my teacher told me the night before. If you can't make it, Carrie, don't go because you don't want to hold everybody up from getting to the top because everybody has to turn around if you can't make it. He was really laying it on thick. Oh, wow. Okay, no pressure. (laughs) No pressure. I don't want to keep all the youngins away from the top, you know, because I was one of the older ones there. And I was like, I'm going. So on the way up there, everybody had – I was in the back. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody else had had walked right by this pile of snow, and I was like, what is that? And I go over and look, it's an eagle. <gasps> it had fallen eagle. And I'm on this sacred journey. I'm like praying to the mountain, like, help me, help me, help me. And then here's this eagle, and I hear, forgive yourself. <sighs> and I was like, I realized it was white. It was for a white eagle. Yeah. Like, forgive yourself. You did the best you could. You, you, there was no way to win that situation. So I was like, okay. So there was this big surrender and this big release, and I took some of the feathers, and that little Carol shaman came over and was like, what are you doing? You know, like, stop <laughs> destroying the bird, and he took the whole bird. But I, I needed to have this feathers, like this reminder, like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm forgiven. You know, God forgives me. I, it's up to me to forgive me. Yeah. So, and, and that's we, a big tend, pivotal part. Yeah, we tend to be the last people to forgive ourselves. Especially with that much responsibility, it's like, you know, people are, you know, as the medicine chief, you know, and this one I started re- remembering even more about who I was, because I would get the knowing, but then I would dismiss it and think, I'm just Carrie, this is ridiculous, you know, and then I would... <laughs> yeah, the rational and, mind pipes up, it's like, the who are you? <laughs> but then I would know on the inside, I would go, oh, I'm forgiving myself because of the trail of tears, and then I would go, okay, yes. <laughs> and so I, I just, I was like, you know, it's okay, like, if I'm going to lead again in this lifetime the way I said I would, I need to forgive myself and trust myself to listen. I'm going to get the message from spirit. I'm going to get the message from God's source creator. I'm going to say yes to that message. I'm going to deliver them. I'm a messenger. I'm going to deliver the message. And people would take it or not. I don't have control. I can just guide. That's all I can do is show up and hold people's hands and walk them on the trail. And if we go down a trail that leads to the destruction of the planet, I'm just going to walk them along to the destruction of the planet. That, you know, and if we go to New Earth, I'm going to walk them to New Earth. Yeah. Either way, all I'm doing is showing up and saying yes. Well, and at base, it's the same destination. Because it's the, the, the end of something is always the beginning of the next thing the beginning of the next thing. And we don't know what that is. And so it was kind of like, stop. It was a big lesson for me. Like uh, that was a big lifetime. And this is another big lifetime that's building on the lessons I learned in the last big lifetime. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, so I'm integrating all of this. And, and what I really knew was because I channeled the book. So I got the message, oh, you're going to write this, you know, you're going to write the book, the second wave and here's the cover and here's everything. And here's the words. And I, and all this stuff came through, but I kept asking, well, who's, who am I channeling? Should I say <laughs> yeah. great? And it was like, just say great spirit. And I was like, great spirit. I, like that. You want me to say it's great spirit? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Come it's, on. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, who, who are you channeling? God. <laughs> I, I really feel for Neil Donald Walsh because it's like, 
<laughs> Who am I talking to? God. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, so it was like, uh, I was getting ready to publish the book and it had already gone out for reviews, you know, and everything yeah. like my, my reviewers and everything. And I did a plant medicine ceremony uh, about a week before I published the book. And for the first time, it was a new plant. And for the first time, this plant got me, got my ego by the tail and took it out of the way so I could have a really clear conversation. <laughs> Thank goodness with White Eagle. And it was just like he was sitting right in front of me. Like, I was sitting right in front of me. I'm sitting up. I'm looking right in his eyes. He's telling me all this stuff. He's connecting all the dots. He's like, let me connect the dots because you miss a lot of things. And he was like, connecting. <laughs> You're kind of slow. Everything. And I was like, whoa. You know, and I was wishing I could have like a tape recorder for like my brain in that moment. You know, like, <laughs> so I like, can you just record all this? Because this is amazing. And it was just showing me everything. And then at the end, he said, you know, my name is White Eagle. And you could just put my name on the book because that's who it's by. And you can put your name there. It's like, you know. Yeah, because. My daughter. Because well, you're, you're, you're my daughter. You're so embodied. Say you're my and, daughter. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm in you. I'm in you. So it's fine to just say I'm your daughter. Oh, you're, oh, you're my daughter. And I was like, okay. I'm like, sure. He's like, you don't really have very much credibility, so you need to have a little. So I'll give you some wine. <laughs> I'm like, Thank you. Thank you I'll, for that. You know, I'll take it. <laughs> so it's kind of it was humbling. You know, I was like, okay, I'll, it's White Eagle's book. <laughs> I'm just I'm his daughter. I'm his messenger and his daughter, and that's who I am. So well, and humility is a huge part of the path I find because. When I am humble and when I release my need to control and when I release my ideas of how it should look or how it should show up, it all goes so much better. Yeah, it's more magical. Like, it's been yeah. really magical. Like, I told you before the call, like, I, my book is, look, my book, White Eagle's book, see, I always get confused. White Eagle's book is like 55 weeks now, international bestseller. And I've just sort of been like this awe every week as I check it, like for the whole last year. I was like, wow, it's still up there. And then the next week, wow, it's still up there. <laughs> you know, like I just kept, <laughs> I put these memes out every week because I'm like, check that out. Like, it's still there. Like, I'm like a little kid on Christmas morning. And, and then I started, then it went past the year mark and I started going afraid. I was like, oh no. Oh no. I, I, oh, what if oh, we're I, up at a year? I wonder if it's going to stop now, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, and then it did, like it started, so then it started going, like it, like a couple of days it went off, and I was like, oh, it really is going down. And I, and I started noticing all I wanted to control it. I wanted mm -hmm. to like control that. I would like go buy some books or something. I yeah, never what did. Can this I whole do time. It jack like, it what off, can I right? do to get it? But I actually did reach out to a bunch of people like, can you put a review up there? <laughs> and they did oblige, but I know that's not, not why it's been at the, that's not, has nothing to do with anything I could possibly be doing at the third dimension, has nothing to do with that book being up there. That is why Eagle does it, period. Yep. All the rest of it is just egoic, like you think you have control over that thing. He just flicks a little finger and the whole thing, you know, goes exactly yeah, where it's it supposed to be. Yeah, it just goes where, exactly. All the people <laughs> so, line up, everyone who needs to be aware of it everybody aware like, of it. And, yeah. He does a little like little maestro movement and then the whole thing happens. And it's like, oh, I can you know, so I just have to sit back and I'm just on the ride. I mean, really, I'm on the yeah. ride. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Now, I know <laughs> in the book you mentioned having earth amnesia. T tell me a bit about that concept. Well, that's a can't remember. 
You know, like you think you're the personality. You think you're this, I thought I was Carrie and I was, you know, this girl who grew up with my parents and I had this life and then I was a tech writer and then I was this and I thought... All I these roles and hats we put on. <laughs> I thought it was this one dense thing, you know, like this thing. And then when I had that healing, that first healing, I was like, wait a second. I'm not all that. I'm so much more. And that became the inquiry of what am I? And in that inquiry of what am I, it just keeps unfolding. I, I mean, we're multidimensional. So we have so many aspects of self. And, and also I'm a... You know, just the role that I serve right now in this lifetime being kind of like a uh, psychopomp, <clears throat> you know, a channel psychopomp, being able to, you know, be a bridge between the worlds, mm -hmm. that complicates it further because I'm also working with White Buffalo Calf Woman. So I've got her channeling the next book through me this whole last year. So that also is like, okay, I can feel her when she's there, but is she me? Am I her? You know, all these questions get stirred up. So this is Earth Amnesia. When we're actually in the in the spirit world, we know exactly who we are. There's no question. But when we come down into this dense physical experience, we get the opportunity to discover who we are and the revealing of who we are through all the layers of who we are by not knowing, by not remembering. Yeah, it's kind exactly. of a game, I guess. And we're coming up on our next break here. So I'm going to ask you all to hang with us. Uh, and we will be back shortly. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here continuing my conversation with Carrie Hummingbird. And you mentioned channeling books from White Eagle and for White Buffalo Calf Woman. 
how did you get started on channeling the first book? How did that show up for you? Because you related earlier, you know, you would put things in your journal and shut it and put it on the shelf. And there's clearly a shift that happened at some point. Yeah, it started happening, I think, through my healing sessions. So I would do, I practiced at the, uh, the Four Winds Light Body School. And so I started working with clients and doing ener shamanic energy healing. And during the process of getting better at shamanic energy healing, what I realized is I needed to be the hollow bone. Like my first teacher, Gary Starnes, would always say that, be the hollow bone, be the hollow bone. And so I started realizing, okay, being a hollow bone is getting my stuff out of the way so that I can be fully present and listening to whatever the client needs. And then I realized it was even more than that. It was because I'm this psychopomp. So it was being able to allow, you know, the healing energies, the healing spirits to come through me during the healing on behalf of the person. Yeah, I, I so love that de description of being the hollow bone because when I was inquiring about initially way back in the day about my purpose and, and the nature of who I am, my gifts, what I'm here to do, I was shown, they're like, you're this. And I was shown it looked like this white cylindrical tube that was a little wider on the end and it had like a really simple decoration that went around it and it's like this is what you are I'm like I don't get it at that moment I did not get it but I get it more now because I'm most effective when I put all of my personal stuff to the side and I show up and I just say what arrives for me yeah, that's the path of the messenger. That's yeah. the lens of the messenger. Because we're not, you know, identity is a really important element of being a good messenger. Mm. What is your identity? The more that you're tied to your personality identity, the less effective you are as a messenger and a healer. The more you can let go of that, the more effective you are. Because you can be like a blank canvas for this energies to run through. And then the energies that run through, they, of course, augment you also. You benefit from it. You, you, you benefit from the wisdom, in my experience. Benefit mm -hmm. from the wisdom that comes through. They, these um, beings, these light beings, like white buffalo calf women, she's a master programmer. I realized I was in ceremony with her, and I was like, wow, you just like re, you're reprogramming me. That's so cool. And just to allow that to happen, to receive that gift of this ascended master, you know, working to help you to be even more confident, even more healed, even more loved, even more cherished, like these things we all want to feel and that they just like here you are able to commune with this ascended master to receive that healing and that guidance directly is just to me, it's a really a beautiful path. It's also a tough path. I mean, it's not something to sneeze at. It is uh, a lot of work. And it takes a lot, a, of lot of, lot of trust. It, it has its scary moments. <laughs> it sure does. And it also is a lot of letting go. It's yeah. really trusting and letting go. Yeah, there's a lot of what I term running at walls on the path. It's like you're going over there. It looks like a brick wall. Just go over there. You know, and, and it's like how fast, just as fast as you can go over there. And so... I'm trucking towards the wall and going, geez, I hope it's not solid. I right? hope I don't smack up against that thing. And it dissolves or there's this left turn that you couldn't see you when couldn't you see back it. there. And 
So just keep trucking towards the wall. I just listen to the little tiny voice and go, okay, sir, yes, sir, how high? <laughs> and all of like and the journey that I'm on with this next book is uh, Healing the Mother Wound. That book is very vulnerable because, of course, perfectly for me in this incarnation is a relationship with my mother who is serving her purpose and helping me to find my confidence mm-hmm. and my knowing and my own truth through how she's showing up, right? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I, one of the things I think we forget when we plan these lives is it, it sounds all wonderful. I'm going to learn unconditional love. Well, the conditions under which you learn <laughs> unconditional love are pretty damn harsh. They really hurt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been going through a lot of those lessons recently, and I, I actually, uh, I love the fact that I'm connected to so many psychics and so many mediums and people like that that I can get wisdom from to help me on my journey. Like, okay, guys, I, I need a little more help. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm having it's amazing trouble how being much help I need to forgive. here. Yes. <laughs> Like, I need a lot of help. to Tell me why again. Tell me, tell me how, what's that pathway that I can forgive? Oh, let me think about that. And so it's like this. Forgiveness is tough. (laughs) I mean, we're like, oh, just let it go. Forgive. It's easy to say from the It's a bypass if you don't, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you've gone through the grittiness of it and like all the grittiness of your anger and your resentment and your fear and your grudges and everything, unless you've really trodden through that space and felt it all, then it's just a bypass. It's just like a, oh, I'll just forgive it. No, 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 no. I mean, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Not really. Well, there it is again. The next time something else happens. I tell my clients when I'm working with them, I'm like, I will ask you at different points, are you ready to let this go? And if there's any little part in you that's like, no, just say that. That's all part of the journey. You don't try to. And sometimes you're not aware of it, though. You don't know. Like, you think you're all in. Like, okay, I forgive. But then the next time they do something that's equally as crappy and it pokes that wound again, the wound is still there. It's like, oh, Damn, I didn't get it all. (laughs) Still mad at you. You (laughs) I still had this little bit of resentment back there. Still pissed off. So that's basically, yeah. So there's a lot, you know. So this is like you commit to it. And what the guide yesterday told me that a a person, you know, like you and me. Mm -hmm. But he said um, that it's really, you asked, because I asked a question, what's it about my integrity? Like, do I have to show her the book? You know, do I have to get permission? You know, like all this kind of stuff. And the guides he channels says it's not really about permission. It's about actually healing the wound. So whatever you need to do to actually heal it is what you got to do. Otherwise, it's your integrity. You want to compromise mm-hmm. your integrity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fudge. no, it's the only what thing a, you, you know? really have, right? <laughs> and like, I know I signed up for this, but, you know, man. So it's a magical journey. It's a beautiful journey to be the messenger, to be the healer, to be the conduit of this great teachings and everything that's coming to the planet, to be a part of that, to be on these podcasts, to be in connection with people like you. It's gorgeous. And the same hand that it's gorgeous, it's freaking terrible and hard. So it's both. Well, yeah, exactly. Because you don't grow beautiful lotuses in pure crystalline air. It grows out of icky, mucky, nasty looking Mm, stuff messy super messy but amazing beauty comes forth from it it is and you know it's amazing to me how when i'm able to move through those layers of resistance and story and but and yeah but yeah but yeah but but then what about then it's like it's just so interesting how that's just my consciousness it's like the programming that my consciousness received by being on a a human and it's not me 
Yeah, it's, it's I'm just, inhabiting. It's exactly. Not, it's part it's, of the virtual reality equipment. <laughs> it's like a gunked up system that yeah. got, you know, like mud poured on it and left out in the rain. And, and I have to go and, like, okay, that's not truly you. <laughs> like, let's clear some let's of this get off your heart, you know, Get the crust out of the way so you can feel again, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was talking to another guest a while ago, and he was sharing that in the first part of his journey, he was acquiring things, experiences, and this sort of thing. And then at some point it shifted, and he realized that acquiring is not what it's about. It's mm-hmm. about getting rid of and peeling off all the stuff that's not you. It's getting down to the authentic, essential self. Exactly. Just keep... But sometimes you have to acquire the beginning. You got to acquire the beginning so that you can like feel good and strong, like superwoman or Superman and like, yes, you know, and get you pump yourself up. Yeah. Really do it. And and then take it all off. Really to take it all off. So you. (laughs) 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 And then you just can take costumes on and off and have fun. You know, once you're at that part, you can just, you can play act and have fun and, you know, just be in the experience of it without attachment. But getting to that letting go part has been, you know, <laughs> it's challenging. I mean, I've been yeah. going through it. But I think this is what we're all here to do at this time anyway, is to re- re- really, like, come at life through the remembrance and the knowing that this is all a cosmic dance. We all agree to it. So the way to heal is not from the personality. You cannot get to forgiveness from that personality, the dense personality self aspect. It's not, it, you have to go to the soul. And that's, that's the beauty, right? We're awakening. It's the great awakening. We got to go back to the bigger piece to do the healing. Absolutely. Oh, so beautiful. Mm. I just kind of want to sit in that for a minute. I know. <laughs> it so, does feel relieving. Yes, it does. So in your book, The Second Wave, you talk about um, the second wave coming through. How would someone know or recognize that they're actually part of this second wave? Well, the second wave is like a task force to planet Earth. So, (laughs) (laughs) Lightworkers unite. (laughs) Seriously. The job of the second wave is to embody human strains of DNA, human lineages, where there's great value in the work that the ancestors have done. And there's also like traumas that are unhealed and unprocessed and still perpetuating through the generation. Yeah. Generation after generation. So the goal was to, because this is a planet of free will, nobody has to do anything. That's exactly right. They can't make you. (laughs) They can't make you come along. So, But I'll tell you what, there are some strong persuasive forces that get used. (laughs) Yeah, it's called healing your ancestors seven generations forward and back. Yeah, exactly. Embodying as humans. So that's why those of us who are in the second wave agreed that we would do this task force and we would come to the earth. So when, when people come to earth for soul school, they usually come in a soul pod and then they come in their pod and they, they all kind of congregate together from the pod and they all take turns having lives together. So they just sort of stay together. They don't really mingle with other pods and they just sort of stay in their own pods. I I see that a lot with my clients. Yes. (laughs) This pod is not like that. The second wave pod is different. The second wave pod, we came to Earth and we distributed across the whole planet. Yep. So if you felt like you were alone your whole life 
and like only one out of every 10 people understand you or even have a glimmer of understanding you, that's you. Here's a second wave. Yeah. You're part of the pod. Exactly. And you're like, you're all my people. <laughs> when, when I, uh, <laughs> These when people I was, are not my people. When I was ordained into the order of Melchizedek, which happened fairly early on in my journey, you know, I, there were all these amazing people in the seminar with me that, that were getting ordained at the same time and amazing, amazing people. It's like, I want to stay in touch with you and we should do things together and all this sort of thing. And the guy who, who led the seminar, he's like, I know you have the best intentions of this, but the nature of this thing is you're going to go off where you can do the most good, and that's not generally congregated with other members of this. And that's turned out to be the truth. I've run into a few people who are also part of the Order of Melchizedek, but you know, we, we pass like ships in the night and we have this moment where it's like, oh, my sister, my brother, and then we go on. Well, it's just kind of like places. these podcast interviews. That's exactly yeah. how I feel about these interviews is like, oh, wow, I know these people. They're on my level. They understand. This is so great. And then, you know, you go back into your world and, and you, you bring everything. It's like we come together, we lift each other up, we remember we get back in the knowing and then you go back into the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. That's the assignment. <laughs> so, you know, if you felt kind of like your life was pretty challenging or like you didn't have a lot of people that understood, but you knew and, and you were constantly like, what's going on? These people don't seem to understand how to love or they're just so mean or they don't feel or whatever. <laughs> no, like, how they, can they uh, not see that they're hurting they themselves with what they're doing? Yes. <laughs> with them like if you kind of been like that your whole life like I don't understand this planet this is weird I don't think I belong here this is painful that's you and if you're also kind of like driven towards self-help like you had to heal it and fix it somehow mm -hmm. yeah. then that's you as well so that's the second wave we're here to heal it Beautiful. feel it to heal it feel it to heal it and boy do you feel it down here let sure me tell you <laughs> I love that. Thank you for hanging in with us. We're coming up on another break here. So stick with us and we'll be right back to discuss more about how you can engage with Carrie. We'll talk to you soon. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are 
listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for staying with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with the wonderful, charming, and vivacious Carrie Hummingbird. And we were discussing being part of the second wave and this um, the feeling of, of being here on a solo mission that some of us have <laughs> the feeling of. Um, if you have this feeling, what do you recommend to people who are having this feeling, but they're not quite sure what their direction is? They're not quite sure how their purpose is supposed to unfold or show up for them. Well, I mean, the second wave book is a great place to start because it actually, uh, it has activations in the in it. It's like a, it's like a book when you read it, it has healing and activations and remembrances. So it just helps you to remember and wake up to remember, oh, that's right. I knew that was going to happen. I forgot about that part, you know, so, yeah. you know, like, oh, okay, that's right. It's time to close the book of fate. I remember that message. I forgot. So it's just, you know, it's messages you already got. You already got it somewhere along the line. Like you knew 2020 was coming. You already got messages. It's time. Now is the time. You've been getting those for like probably three years. So all of that is in the book just messages like that and more that you just forgot. That's all. So now as you remember it, a lot of people are say the experience of it is like, is like highlighting. I remembered that I forgot it, but I now I remember yes. it again. You know, it's like that. So just, you know, it's helpful to get started. And then, um, and then I remember, I recommend opening sacred space. So a lot of us are not from earth. Like, yes. you know, we already graduated or whatever a long time ago. And this is just like, this is just an old glory days, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> is it? Okay. So like, we're visiting high school again. <laughs> it's just an old glory days, like just coming back in, like just to help out mother earth. But so, you know, um, if that's you, then um, you do have to get comfortable with it again. The density is uncomfortable. It's a dense planet. Um, so I recommend getting all the way in your body and getting opening mm-hmm. sacred space and welcoming in, welcoming the earth allies, welcoming in the four directions, welcoming the divine mother, like in, welcome in all of that support for yourself. And that exactly. will help to reawaken, you know, and get a mentor like Sophia Renia, you know, just yeah, like get I, a mentor. I, I was going to mention, you know, that's what Tuesday, the Spirit Talks Tuesday evenings is about. It's about showing up and remembering and having a container in which to unfold the parts of you that you've forgotten. Exactly. Love that. Yeah, just waking up to remember that the purpose is and, and taking the steps. So when you get the, the message, at least write it down like I did in my yeah, journal. Exactly. You know, like <laughs> acknowledge I got, the, I, yes, I got, okay. I, and, then, and then take a step. You know, you just got to keep taking steps as the messages come in. That helps you to remember even more. Yeah, it does. It does. I know at the beginning of my journey, I, I made it a point in a spiritual practice every morning to wake up and ask my God squad, what's the one thing I need to do today? And it was definitely a discipline because a lot of times what came through was really mundane and seemed a little underwhelming, but I did it anyway. And amazing things always came out of these little mundane tasks that I was assigned and so don't don't be too good for what comes 
Yeah, you'd be surprised my... at how important it is. Like opening sacred space every day, like inviting your guides every day. Those things are, they seem like chop wood, carry water and really kind of like, gosh, do I have to do that again today? Yeah. 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 It's, it's all part of the deal. That, that helps it unlock. You know? yeah. It helps you remember. <laughs> this is a planet of free will. So if you don't ask for help and you don't welcome the support, it's respectful. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to be on your own. I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, so, your your soul will send you wake up calls, but periodically, I mean, if you get really yeah, off track, exactly, it, or if you're really stubborn like me and you've got a double <laughs> dose of German and Norwegian in your background, yeah, you know, <laughs> it takes a two by four sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> then I, you're always grateful after. You're like, oh, thanks, I got really off track there. I forgot. Yeah, jeez, I I totally suppressed like all of my gifts. I thought I was. I honestly thought I was a muggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get confused again, you know, because it is, it's, it's the dance. We're in the dance. We're not up in the mountaintop. We're not like, this is not that lifetime where you're like on the mountaintop for like, you know, three decades meditating. Yeah, just meditate in the cave. That, and that, That's no, not it. No, no, it's about weaving your consciousness, your awareness, your mission into all of this mundane stuff around us. And it's one of the hardest assignments out there. It's hard. So if you're having a challenge with it, pat yourself on the back. You're doing good work and you're doing just fine. You're here. I mean, you're here. And, and you're, you're still here listening to this broadcast. So and you're, you're doing it. So you're still here. You yes, survived most of 2020. Go, go, okay. go. You're ahead of the curve. <laughs> you're okay. You're good. You're going to be awesome. fine. So if somebody would like to uh, get more closely engaged with you how are you expressing your your gifts and your purpose out into the world right now yeah so the way um i do something similar to what you offer i do uh, a group called butterfly circle and it's just a place for people to land to navigate that journey and follow the breadcrumbs and run experiments. I'm big on running experiments because experiments open yes, stuff up. Exactly. So, I, I call it sacred living labs. <laughs> sacred living. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So it's very similar. So that kind of thing. And I do weekly, I have programs I do weekly where I do channeled healings and guidance because sometimes people aren't really ready for a full commitment, like all the way into some group where now you're going to explore all your nitty gritty shadows and everything. So, you know, <laughs> other ones of us love that. Okay, so yeah. there's those of us who love that journey, and there's those of us who are like, I want to be connected, and I just want to do weekly healings. So I have those options as well. They're just yeah, exactly. different, you know, different levels of engagement. Well, but, it, there's um, a reason they call it Earth School. It is this one great big one-room schoolhouse, right? And you've got people doing calculus, and you've got people learning their numbers right next to each other, so. And you got all different grades too. So yeah. everybody's, everybody's working on different lessons. And, you know, the more we can all support each other in that is really the goal, you know. So, the, so people like to do the weekly thing sometimes just to stay in the frequency. Because working with these ascended masters and being a conduit of that energy, like it, as you know, like it creates a nice, nice little trail, tailwind. It yeah, right. it's, it's wonderful. Can, can and it helps track on to. to kind of pull you along. Yeah, I, I think of it as um, like a frequency up leveling. Because yeah. one of the things that they've shown me how to do is to hold specific frequencies. Um, and so I do that when I'm 
I'm working a, a workshop or a group like I do on Tuesday evenings. And there's something about being exposed to the frequency of something you haven't experienced in this lifetime that allows you to step into it more quickly than if you were trying to find it on your own. Yeah, and it's that remembrance again. Yeah. It's like you just need to be reminded of it. And, and sometimes you might need a multiple doses to get mm-hmm. yourself back in the frequency, like to generate it yourself. Yeah. You know, so there is that, like it's helpful to, I know when I was on my first part of my journey, I, got, I did tons of healing sessions with people that were further along in the path than me. And what that did for me was it, it just it re- kept dosing me with with higher frequencies from people that have embodied more of the path than I had at that moment. It helped me to ascend quicker and get some traction. So exactly. Now we get to offer that for other people, and that's helpful. I, I call it the easy button. <laughs> and I still do my because, personal work too. because I mean you can. You can go out and do this all on your own. You can spend the time in the mountain meditating. You can do all of that. Or you can, you know, spend a few hours with somebody who can pull you along behind them and, you know, cut off a few decades. It's your choice, right? Yeah, you can bushwhack it if you want, and then the glory is all yours, or, you know, if you make it. <laughs> you, you don't actually get bonus points for that, but whatever. <laughs> no, you don't. You just, like, all we're just going to the same spot. So, you know, if you want to get there, because this is the opportunity we have right now. We have that opportunity to go to the next octave, the higher octave. And it's going to be very different there than it is here. So there's a lot of work to shift yourself energetically and physically and emotionally and mentally and all of that to shift all of that into the next space. So we're all doing the work and, you know, continue to do your work. I continue to do my work because I know, Oh God. Yeah. I can't hold space for other people if I'm not holding space for myself. So, and that's one of the places where the ego will dress itself up and go, okay, I'm done with that. I'm over that. I'm healed. Yeah. I'm healed now. And then you get into all kinds of trouble. It's like, no, no, (laughs) keep Mm -hmm. doing your work. Keep doing your work. No, I expose myself (laughs) constantly to my mentors who are very sharp and they're always like, with love, totally like, you know, nudge. Wait, nudge, let's, nudge, let's, nudge. I'm, I'm going to, with love, call you on your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see this? That you did this? Oh, I'm so glad you shared that with us. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Mm. My ego's like, oh. Damn, I'm always- not as healed as I thought I was. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it's all good. It's absolutely all good. So we've got a few minutes left in the tail end of the show here. And I know you brought a gift for our listeners. So what is it you brought with you? Absolutely. Well, I, this gift is something I love. It's called the Love Mastery Game. Oh, that sounds fun. It's an oracle game, but it's not to tell you what's going to happen. It's more to help you find out why the thing is happening. Because don't we all want to know why the thing is happening? It's like almost like... That, that's like the universal unproductive question. Why? Why me? Why is why? this shit happening to me? But yeah, until you kind of can work through the why, it's kind of hard to move on to the how is this serving me sort of question. Exactly. So this game helps you to kind of get tuned into that why. It's like, okay, this thing is presented to me. What's my soul level reason for why it's happening? Yeah. So it's, you it can play it like a game. You can get like a 12-sided die, which is the Ooh, fun way because then it's like yes. you're rolling the dice. Like you're playing like D&D. <laughs> rolling the dice yeah and you can roll the dice and you can say okay 
what are the, what is the um, mastery lesson I'm learning? What's the principle that I'm learning through this challenge? What's the state of being I'm practicing? Mm. What's my state of being I'm practicing through this challenge? And then you can invite and say, okay, what earth support is there for me? Yes. Like I'm on earth. So what, what's going to help me? You know, is it tobacco got some medicine for me on this? Is it Jaguar? Is it, you know, what's the medicine? That will really help me right now, my ancestors. So who's got medicine for me? And then with all that information and the insights on the game, you can kind of tune into your intuition and say, okay, I know what this is about. Yeah, exactly. And then you can get down to work because you know what you're, so your lesson. You could it's like, now I know what I'm aiming for. <laughs> yeah. So it just helps to refine it so that it puts it in context for you so that you can, you can do something with it actionable. Um, and, uh, and it, if you do butterfly circle, there's other sheets that my students get, which are like, what tool do I use? Cause that's the other thing that stops people is what do I do with it now? Like, yeah, okay, exactly. I, I've what tried, action do I take? I've tried tapping on it and it hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> so like I have this yeah. whole list of tools I provide in my, in my training program and I'm like, just roll the dice and then they'll just, then there's a tool. So tool. you don't have go to think. It. You just exactly. go and do the thing. So that helps because people get stuck. People get, you know, we all get st spun out on the most silly stuff. Well, and the brain likes to make it harder it than does. it has to be. So you complicated. Know, I, when I was expanding into this, right, I'm learning all of this stuff. I learned theta healing and I learned EFT and I learned, you know, you name it, laying out of hands, channeling, mediumship, blah, 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 oracle card reading. The list goes on. I'm, I'm a, an inveterate student. Um, and I, I got all of these tools and every single one of these tools gives you like this uh, opening of a container kind of framework that goes with it. And all of them are like, well, this is exactly how you have to open your container in order to use this tool. And I, I got really hung up on that for a long time. And my guides finally introduced me to someone who had taken a bunch of these tools and put them together into a system. And that was hugely helpful to me a, because I love systems, and that's what I was trying to develop, but it also showed me that it, in a lot of ways, it doesn't matter the sacred container that you open, just as long as you have a sacred container open to use the tool in. Yeah, because you're, yeah. then you're inviting support from spirit to support you with the tool. Otherwise, you're just a human being using the tool, and there's nothing wrong with human beings, but there's a lot more magic with spirit. Yeah, the, the power boost is you know, a lot different. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. You know, if you want some jet fuel, you know, you might want to open spirit and call it in. So, yeah. Yeah, so this, this game actually has sacred space built into the framework of the game and the support of all the allies in the game. So just by playing the game, you're inviting that space for yourself. So it's programmed in. So I love that. It's still open it before you play, though. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Quick reminder, make sure you open your space. I do. I recommend yes. people do that. Well, uh, you know, one thing I, I started doing a few years ago, and I had a healer who was like, oh, my God, that must take so much energy. I, I opened a, a sacred space with the intention of maintaining it open at all times. Hmm. And it works beautifully because I'm not spending my energy to hold it open, right? I've invited my God squad to hold it open. They can, they've got all kinds of energy at their disposal. I don't have to run that. They can run that. 
Yeah, another way to do that is um, is to claim your space at, like at home with a crystal grid. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's another thing I teach with the crystal grid because the crystal grid, the crystals hold the energy then. Yeah, exactly. They and hold it, it open. And it, you just like create the, the crystal grid and you program all the crystals and you in your mind and you can communicate with them consciously. And then every so often you just reinvigorate it and then just go fluff out the energy. You know, yeah. <laughs> fluff up the energy and keep going. <laughs> fluff things out the door that don't belong and just, you know, on your way out of my sacred space. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming and visiting with us. We're just about out of time for today. If you would like to engage with Carrie's game, if you would like to be involved with her for healing sessions, you can find information on all of that at SovereignSelf.media. And all you have to do is exchange your email address to get access to all that wonderful information. So thank you so much for being with us today. And thank all of you out there in listener land for joining us. We are here for you. You're the reason we continue to do this show and to, to continue to put this message out into the world. If you have a topic you'd like to see, if there's someone you'd like to hear me interview, go ahead and send me an email to askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co and I would love to hear from you if you don't have something you want to hear but you just want to tell me how wonderful and amazing the show is I will humbly receive that as well <laughs> I'm practicing receiving so there's that you can also come play with me on Tuesday evenings and the link for that again is spirit bit.ly slash spirit talks one bit.ly slash s-p-i-r-i-t-t-a-l-k-s numeric one ten dollars tuesday evenings at six o'clock we'll hold an amazing container and do some sacred living labs and until next time go out and live soul first Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.